It's day 11 of the Advent Conspiracy Devotional. So day 11, December 11, and I'm going to read Luke 1, 46 to 56. I'm reading the scripture, then the devotional, then the reflection, prayer, and then I'm reflecting a little bit afterwards. Day 11, Luke 1, 46 to 56. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is His name. His mercy extends to those who fear Him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with His arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. This is a devotional. Mary's song is known by many as the Magnificat, which is a Latin word meaning to magnify. This beautiful song arose spontaneously from Mary after the words said by Elizabeth, Blessed is she who has believed that what the Lord has said to her will be accomplished. When I imagine Mary and Elizabeth in this moment, I see an almost visceral energy circulating around these two remarkable women, both pregnant with a promise that would not only affect their own lives, but all of human history. Yet, it's important to remember that Mary's song was offered well before she had received what was promised. She did not wait to give thanks. She did not wait to tell of God's goodness. She did not wait to share her joy. It can feel vulnerable and risky to share our stories before we have received what has been promised. We are tempted to wait to give thanks until we can be sure that what we've heard whispered in our hearts was true after all. I have seen how doubt can at times be a healthy friend on a journey of seeking God, but when we allow doubt to close our hands in fear rather than open them in worship and awe, we are missing out on the joy of truly trusting God. Mary's trust in God's promise is a gift to us. When I read her song, I feel braver in my own faith. This is the power of joyful, genuine worship. It echoes longer and reaches further than we may ever know. Reflect. Have you ever worshipped God in the midst of unfinished stories and unfulfilled promises? Was the joy worth the risk of trusting? Pray. God, we confess that we have not always believed what you have promised. We have not always chosen to take you at your word and have missed out on the true joy and hope that comes from trusting you. May our hearts gain courage in the middle of our stories, worshiping you boldly so that our joy in Christ might be multiplied. Amen. This is a complex challenge because even in the devotional itself, it says, I have seen how doubt can at times be a healthy friend on the journey of seeking God. And I think that doubt can actually be helpful because we don't want to be presumptuous about what God's going to do in our life. Sort of at the worst case scenario, doing a name and claim it situation. But even in the regular part of our lives where we think we get an impulse, we think things will surely work out. And then actually we heard wrong or it's not God's plan at all that that would work out that way or the timeline is simply longer. I was just talking to somebody in the last uh, month who God had done a significant work in their life and they said, I don't want to jinx it by telling too many people. And I totally resonate with that because sometimes it seems like when you do share things, it's like the devil hears and then he comes back and gets you somehow or maybe things just don't work out like you thought they would and then it's double disappointment. 
But if God has truly given us a strong sense, and even I would say a gift of faith where he's dropped something in our spirit where we know with a deep Holy Spirit knowing, and we've had this experience before, so we know how to discern that correctly, then that is not the right space for doubt. When God is truly doing something great in our lives, the challenge from this devotional is to share that appropriately with the people around us. And I think on a deeper level, the challenge is actually to celebrate that thing that God is doing. I'll say one other thing about this, and that is that when we share testimonies, we often share testimonies at the end of the event. So we share the event that happened, the bad thing, and then we share the good ending, and maybe we even share sort of happily ever after at the end of the story. But in truth, our stories aren't finished. And one thing that is helpful to understand when we are giving testimony is that the story doesn't have to be finished. It's perfectly legit and okay to say, this is what God has done up until this point, and I still need more of God's activity in my life. But that shouldn't stop us from giving testimony to what God has done, what he's doing, and even if he's promised, even if he's leading us somewhere, what God might do. That's all I have for today, and I'll be back tomorrow.